this is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast, episode 112, Four Little Diamonds. It's a fifth track on the 1983 vinyl release of Secret Messages, sixth song on the cassette and CD release, first song on side two of the record and tape. In the liner notes for the 2001 Secret Messages remaster, Jeff Lynne wrote, I felt the album needed a rocker, so I cranked this one up. In the liner notes for the 2000 box set, flashback, Jeff wrote, Really? tribute to the early 60s groups that I loved. The Wikipedia entry describes the song's story as the search made by the singer for his cheating lover who emotionally conned him out of a ring, which had four little diamonds set into it. At TeamRock.com, Paul Elliott wrote on December 19, 2016, Four Little Diamonds sounded like something the Beatles had knocked off in five minutes when they were bored. In 2002, it was used in the video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. A girl should never get married until she's ready. And when is she ready? As soon as he can come up with the first diamond. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. This is something we haven't really had happen since Discovery also partly in Xanadu, and people who've listened to this podcast for a while, or have been paying attention, will know exactly what I mean when I say, first song, side two. Whenever I think about this song, I'm like, eh, eh, it's okay, I don't hate it, never really have a burning desire to hear it, but then it comes on, and it's like, oh yeah, I do like that song. Maybe like So Fine, the first songs on both side twos of Out of the Blue, Last Train to London, Maybe this time it'll stick that, oh yeah, I do actually like Four Little Diamonds. I'm not going to say I'm wild about it, but I do like it. I think the thing that always kind of turns me off in my head about it is that guttural guitar intro that it has, and that resurfaces throughout it. Because, uh, I don't know, that kind of thing is usually not really my kind of thing. It's something that usually turns me off. But the genius of Jefflin, the magic of ELO, he finds a way to make it work that a sound that I don't really get into is actually a sound, oh yeah, I kind of like. And I think another reason why I usually think, oh, I don't want to hear it, it's kind of dirty sounding for an ELO song. And I don't mean, ooh, naughty. I mean like those 60s garage bands where it's just basic guitar, bass, drum, singing, recorded not too well. Obviously the recording qualities of 1983 are much better than they were in 1960, whatever. Those are the kind of things that stick in my head. It's like, eh, not so crazy about it. But then I hear it. And it's got some nice hooks in it. I like the part where the doggy barks, and that's being pitch shift down as he barks. Listen up, people. Here's a snippet for Jill. 
it kind of sort of has a chugging locomotive train feel to it. And I like trains. So I like it. I wouldn't say I love it, but I like it. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> I liked it better when it was Don't Bring Me Down. <laughs> yeah, I could kind of hear that. Yeah, almost same rhythm, same looped drum thing from possibly Bevan. And if Jeff Lynn didn't just grab a drum machine this time around, like he did on a good portion of the album. Right. And, eh, I mean, it's catchy. It's got decent sound to it and everything. I'm listening through it and I'm thinking this is such an attempt to get a hit (laughs) off of this album. And it just seems like it's going over old territory. It's not doing anything new. It's not presenting anything interesting. It's, well, we got our biggest hit in the U.S. out of Don't Bring Me Down. Let's try the exact same sound again. Let's try it again. And see what happens. And, well, uh, I don't remember this ever getting played here back then. Actually... I have been going through my old cassettes, digitizing before all that stuff flakes away and is lost forever, and I came across a little snippet of KSTM back announcing Four Little Diamonds. The Storm. Yellow. Four Little Diamonds and the Police So Lonely. The first three days all request nooner at 12.08, and it's brought to you by Rax Restaurants. So I did get some airplay. And on the storm, I can understand Four Little Diamonds yeah. getting airplay. Yeah, Rock and Roll is King is the only song I remember getting any airplay off of this album. Uh, Rock and Roll is King. Uh, straight uh, Secret Messages. Seeing the video, I don't remember hearing it on the radio. Bluebird I heard on the radio, and there's another one coming up that I did hear on the radio. Which, and I, only once. And I was surprised I heard it. But we'll get to that next week but as for four little diamonds yeah i it i mean i've said so far with secret messages there's some good songs on here but it sounds like things are just winding down for the hmm. band and for jeff lynn and his interest in electric light orchestra and when you start just walking over old ground then you know it's the end is near i should say <laughs> Well, yes, yes. Spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't listened to the album. I can see why this one had to be put there, because there isn't a rocker on this album. Honestly, what he should have done is put Bouncer on there. And I don't want to say too much about Bouncer, because we'll get to it. Funny, though, this was it was the B-side to this single. Benny the Bouncer? Yes, yes, that was the one. No. Yeah. <laughs> one of my hated Emerson, Lake, and Palmer songs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All that chatter at the beginning... Is this on? Okay, after four. Four! And there's a little added studio chat on the Afterglow version. Is this on? How's it go? Okay, after four. Four! When I first heard it in 83, I got the album like a, I don't know, about a couple weeks after it came out. I thought, oh, there, there's the band. They're talking to each other. And it wasn't until much, 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 much later that I actually listened closely and, wait a minute, that's Jeff Lynn, and he's having a conversation with Jeff Lynn. And Jeff Lynn is asking, how's the song go? And Jeff Lynn is telling Jeff Lynn, oh, it goes da na 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 
And then Jeff Lynn tells all the Jeff Lynns, okay, guys, after four. And I can't really think of a better representation of ELO at that time than to yeah. <laughs> Jeff Lynn being talking to all these Jeff Lynns. Since Bevan was replaced with a drum machine in certain songs, Kelly Groquette was on some songs. Kelly Groquette was out of the band for some songs. So really, it's it's just down to Jeff and, and Richard. So yeah, I would say that's a pretty accurate recording of the uh, the recording process for ELO at the time. Jeff Lynn telling Jeff Lynn how to do what Jeff Lynn should do while the other Jeff Lynns are discussing what the other Jeff Lynns need to do for this ELO song. And what Jeff Lynn should have done is maybe taken two or three years break and then come back with a really good album. <laughs> uh, let's see, two I or know, three years. I there know, was, there was contract stuff involved. No, I'm just thinking two yeah. or three years, that would have been 1986 and... Um, Oh, wait a minute. Um, yeah, we yeah, know what happened didn't produce in that good of an album, did it? We'll just, we'll, we're on side two of this album, so it won't be too much longer before we get to Balance of Power. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, it'll be, then it'll all come out. This was the second single in America, anyway, from this album. And at the time, I thought, no, this is a bad idea for a single. Don't do that. You should have released Bluebird. Apparently, I was right. Not to spoil the uh, chart fact segment coming up. But, um,. It did not do well, and I was 14 with the, when the album came out, and when I bought it. And I'm sort of the target age for 45s, teenagers, and I'm thinking, that's, this is, I'm not hearing a single with this one. Are we done here? I think we're done. <laughs> okay. I can't really think of much more to say about this song. It didn't really impress me too much. Yeah. Like it, don't love it. Got something to say about four little diamonds? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it? Four Little Diamonds was the second single released in the United States from the album Secret Messages on September 1983. It reached number 86 on the Billboard charts and the third single in the UK. Released on October 28, 1983, it reached number 84 on the UK charts. In both countries, it was released with Letter from Spain as the B-side, but in the UK, there was a special 12-inch single version that also included Bouncer. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? <laughs> she took me for everything. And if the law don't get her, then I will. Four little diamonds. Throw some cash our way at patreon.com slash ELOPod. For $1 an episode, you can hear episodes a week before they post to the world. At the $2 per episode level, you get expanded episodes heard only on Patreon. Reviews from Don Fields, the Eric's Cover ELO cover songs, or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Hey, it's Troy White with a thought from Troy on three. Three! <laughs> nice little tip that happened at the end of the song there. Four Little Diamonds. Man, 
This is one of my all-time favorite ELO songs, and I don't understand why it did not become a hit. I mean, it's much better than Rock and Roll is King. Now, I like Rock and Roll is King, but I think clearly Four Little Diamonds is the better song. And while I never heard it on any radio station I was listening to back in 1983, on WLS out of Chicago, for example, they played Rock and Roll is King like every five to ten minutes. And it wasn't even a top ten hit. And I just think it's a shame that for whatever reason, radio stations in the U.S. did not want to add that song to their playlist. Missed opportunity for them. But for those of us that own the album, hey, great song. And I love it. You can see Jeff's influences in this song. I think this sounds like a Beatles song with lead vocals by George Harrison especially in the Let It Be era. I can see this is an early Beatles song, too. And you can definitely see where Jeff was going. I mean, I hear the Traveling Wilburys in this song, and I think this would have been a great song for the Traveling Wilburys to cover, especially on their debut album when Roy was still alive. Also, I think George Harrison could have done it on one of his solo albums. But as it stands, this is one of ELO's best and I wish the rest of the album had more high-quality songs like this. I would have considered it a great album instead of a good to very good album. Well, talk to you later. This has been A Thought from Troy. There's just no answer to give. A reference to the title of the American release of their first album in 1972, No Answer. Secret messages are right there in front of your faces, people. This is stupid. I want to talk about vaginas! Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I did like the song. I really did it because I was spitting like crazy. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 113, Stranger.